0: Welcome everyone to That Kind of Nerds Podcast, a weekly show where we tell you what is going on in the nerdy world. I am CJ Mellon, joined by my co-host today, Brian Thornton. Fortunately, Josh is, uh, he's not here with us. I have no nerdy reason as to why he's not. Um, he's at a weekend of debauchery, isn't that enough? Josh is just off enjoying life, and we're just gonna let him, gonna let him do that. No, we're not. (laughs) So, being that we are on the cusp of a new month... Brian has, how do we put this delicately, hastily assembled uh, the list of movies that are coming out. That's no, not as good as the
1: other adjectives you used to describe this.
0: I, I don't know if you've noticed, man. We're just taking it down every every month. It's just going down and down every, and down. Every but, month it come, becomes more and more last minute. Sorry. <laughs> uh, so there's some good movies that are coming out in June and we want to go ahead and – There get, are some good movies. So, so, I mean, let's start off with with where it should, where it should go. So talk about what's going on in June. second. Wonder Woman, for those of you playing the home game. So uh, trying to save the, uh, the DC universe is Wonder Woman. And we've been very pumped for this movie. All three of us have been very pumped to see what DC does. It's gotten some good reviews. It's gotten some
1: good reviews. So yeah, that's always some going. Good, some good things down the pipe. <laughs>
0: that's, uh, that's got some good things going for it. And, uh, yeah, I mean, we're all going to see this regardless. But I'm really hoping that this is the movie that can start to lift my opinion of DC's movies and and I will certainly on this hope bed. so. I, I
1: certainly just, hope so. It looks good. She's great. She's charming as all get out. She's charming AF. And Chris Pine is you know Chris Pine. So yeah, he's pining all over the place. It's gonna be <laughs> great. But then uh,
0: another movie, another superhero movie, right? Coming out eh, the same not day, a about movie. to be crushed. That's not a superhero movie at all. It's Captain Underpants. Which here's the thing. You look at this cast list; it's it's stacked. It's a pretty good cast. Yeah. yeah Do you know what does. my desire is to see it?
1: I, I, None. dude, I a don't have children. B, I read like the first book at a yeah. Scholastic book fair when I was like, I don't even remember how old, and and that was it. Like, it's a fun concept. It's a fun movie, and I'm sure kids will enjoy it. I'll watch it on Divida, in the Blu-rays, on the Divid, the Divid. I mean, I'll I'll give it a shot there, but I'm not spending ten dollars. Oh, I, $10. I'm not going to spend any
0: it. any money to do this. My daughter isn't old enough to appreciate a movie like this either, so I don't have to worry about it. So I get to escape this one. And then uh, June ninth is the Mummy. How did I end up leading this topic? I have
1: Jedi mind powers. So
0: June ninth is the Mummy, and this is Warner Brothers' big take on trying to make the monster universe happen again. No one asked for.
1: Yeah, did you hear? Did you see? Did you see the I, post? Did, did I did you see the post? I Did w- you see it?
0: Okay, so there's this post online. I didn't send it to you. You didn't send it to me. I think we both saw the exact same thing. The Dark goes, Universe? Oh, okay, yeah, that. No, this is entirely different.
1: Okay, no, 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 this is different. All right, let me talk about something serious before you make fun of something. Please, yes, yes. Okay. So, yeah, this movie is the first in, in the line of the Universal's "quote unquote Dark Universe" movies that they're putting together. It's going to include obviously The Mummy um as well as Russell Crowe's character in the mummy is going to be Dr Jekyll. Oh. And supposedly from what I can gather he is the Nick Fury glue of this universe cuz he's going to show up in the other stuff but they actually cast Javier Bardem as Frankenstein's monster. Right. And Johnny Depp as the invisible man. Yes. Yeah, it's you know I'm interested I mean,
0: listen, the cast is, again, yay, like, yes, but I mean, like, okay.
1: I don't know how well it's going to work, because they tried this already. You realize, like, Benicio Del Toro's Wolfman was supposed to be the start of this, and it didn't work. So, we'll see? I don't know. I'm going to go see this movie.
0: The post that I saw on the internet was, hey, Hollywood, I fixed the Mummy movie without even seeing a frame of it. Tom Cruise and the hot blonde go to the, the cave, and they find the sarcophagus. Tom Cruise goes to open it up, and the woman goes, no, Tom Cruise, don't open it up. So then Tom Cruise opens it up. A mummy pops out, shoots him in the head, and goes, damn it, I told you to let me. Oh, yeah, unwrap the mummy. It's Brennan Fraser, And she's like, how did you get in here? And he goes, well, it's a funny story. You played the first mummy movie with him in it. Then you rap back to him, and she goes, "That doesn't really answer your question." He goes, "Yeah, I've just been waiting here. Fixed."
1: <laughs> okay. Everybody's really angry about the fact that they're rebooting this franchise. But it's I not, love that. I love that original Mummy movie. But
0: but that's the it's thing. Okay. They're not rebooting. Okay. They're not rebooting the Mummy. This is a totally, it's a totally different, different thing. thing. Different thing. So I agree that people need to lighten up. I mean, I like Tom Cruise. Uh, I did think it was great that when we initially talked about this movie, Josh like shattered our brains that Tom Cruise is the mummy in this one because he dies in the plane crash, and then wakes up in the zipper. Yeah, body and then back. they pretty
1: much confirmed it in the next two trailers. After Ye-yep. that, yep, yeah. So it's gonna be interesting.
0: Plus, uh, just it's so weird to see Jake Johnson in like a really serious role. Yeah, after seeing him I'm on like the new much, girl and stuff. Yeah,
1: way like he is. He is Nick Miller to the me. Pro- all but the here's, time.
0: but here's the thing. I'm gonna go see it. Yeah. Like, Most definitely. You're getting my money, You want to go brothers. see it together? See uh, yeah, together. sure. Absolutely. Let's get right, some popcorn cool. to make it happen. Sweet. All right. The uh, the next uh, date, June 16th, there's actually three movies coming out. There's All Eyes on Me, Rough Night, and Cars 3. So let's start with the real winner of those three movies, and that's Cars 3.
1: Uh, I think Josh would disagree with you on that. Well, of course he would. Well, yeah. But because he's not here, we're Cars <laughs> we 3. We can just do it. <laughs> but this 3. is our show. And this is
0: supposed to be this, – this is a little – everything has been like really dark yeah, in this
1: they have a really... very
0: different tone.
1: Yeah. I don't I I'm I, out of all the Pixar movies, the Cars movies are like low on the list, like right above Ratatouille and The Good Dinosaur for me. So also I'm I'm going to see it most likely, but we'll see. I mean, it looks interesting. Looks dark. I mean,
0: I'll see because Disney picks. Up. I
1: didn't see Toe Mater in any of the uh, trailers, which I'm OK with. Yeah, I'm cool with Larry the Cable Guy just being dead. That's fine with me. Well, why'd you have to take it there, man?
0: I'm OK with Larry the Cable Guy not being
1: involved in this franchise ever again or ever involved go. in any movie franchise ever again or any movie. Sure. There you go. That's much better.
0: <laughs> all right. So what would Josh then say is the best out of those three?
1: I think he's ex- more excited for all eyes on me. Although, knowing Josh, you probably won't see it in the theater. <laughs> that's true.
0: What is All Eyes on Me?
1: It's the uh, Tupac Shakur uh, story. His life and rap and things. And, a biopic
0: about Tupac Shakur? Maybe that's a way you could have... It's
1: a biopic, yeah. Uh, and the guy who's playing Tupac looks a lot like him. So I am told. And I've seen pictures. They, they look similar. I have nothing to add to this movie. You have nothing to add to this movie. Josh
0: would be shaking his head. Josh, I hear you right now, probably on a plane somewhere, going, God damn it, guys, this movie is more important than you're making it out to be. Uh, we'll have to get his impressions when he comes back. It, I he, mean, it looks he interesting.
1: Give, he will give us his impressions via text message, I'm S- sure.
0: Straight out of Compton was a great movie, and, and I'm hoping that maybe it has the same kind of caliber and the same buzz to it. But you know, I did not see it. We'll see. You didn't see? see?
1: I did uh, not see Straight Outta Compton. All
0: right. And then that, rounding out that day is rough night. Now listen, I love you're gonna Scarlett have Johansson. a rough night if you see. Rough I love night. Scarlett Johansson. I do. Who doesn't? Scar-Jo. But the rest of this, it looks terrible.
1: The entire uh, it...
0: Scarlett Johansson always looks great.
1: Oh yeah, well Scarlett Johansson is a wonderful actress. I've always I always enjoy her. But and I like Broad City, and I, I do. I like the people who are behind this. What's the chick? Um... The chick that's with her, the like the other main chick who was in 22 Jump Street, I can't stand her. Yeah, I know. I can't remember her name. Um
0: So Rough Night initially looks like it's going to be kind of good. It's got uh, the mixture of the serious actors, comedic actors, and people who can deliver great performances. And then the premise, it looks like it's going to be a really, 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 really bad weekend at Bernie's thing. We have to like pretend that this stripper is alive that they kill and they hopefully we don't get into trouble. But it just looks like it's going to be full of crappy Hangover 3 rejected jokes. I'm just I'm Jillian not. Jillian Bell. Jillian Bell is your is the reason you're not. She is.
1: I cannot stand her. I don't think she is funny. She is annoying.
0: So uh, Cars 3. Yay. But uh, the other two I can pass
1: Yeah, well, I mean, we're in the summer. Summer movie season is in full swing, and there is something coming out every week that I will be seeing. June 2nd will be Wonder Woman. June 9th will clearly be The Mummy. Cars 3 is June 16th. And then next week is something I'm really excited to see. Again, we need one, what, once a quarter?
0: (laughs) So it's a new Transformers movie. It's called The Last Night, or as I like to call it,
1: Fast and Furious Transformers.
0: Who cares It's the same? No, this It's the same. I'm just saying it's the same premise.
1: Now, first off, I will I will I will fight you on the fact that I'm sure this script was written well before Fate of the Furious just because of all the pre-production that goes into Transformers movies. Sure. They this isn't a
0: new concept, though, this this
1: new concept or not. It's Optimus Prime being badass. Sure. He starts out evil. I'm sure he'll end up good. That's how these things work. I don't care.
0: Marky Mark making a return to the Transformers franchise. Yes.
1: Give me more Marky Mark. Riding Bumblebee. I don't I don't care this is, what
0: it is. This is, to me, the Fast and Furious franchise. I have seen every Transformers movie more than once.
1: They're so good. I've
0: seen them in theaters. I see them on opening night. They're they're usually really bad, Brian, but I see no, them they're every not. time. It, they're they really
1: are. good. They're, they're enjoyable. Bad. Dude. I did cry with
0: the one with Leonard Nimoy, though. I I I almost bawled like a baby.
1: I don't go to a Transformers movie for the deep storytelling. (laughs) I go to a Transformers movie to watch cars transform into awesome giant robots and fight awesome other awesome giant robots.
0: Sometimes they're racist robots, but yes, we care.
1: Whatever their predilections
0: are, I don't (laughs) give a crap. And and lastly, that's what you should be coming into it, which is kind of what you should be coming into Fast and Furious. So I I'm okay. I'll go see it. This is going to be enjoyable. Anthony, Anthony Hopkins is in it. Yeah,
1: Anthony Hopkins is in it. Come yep. on. Yep. There's your star power. I agree. It's going to be awesome.
0: All right, then June 28th is Baby Driver. I cannot tell you. This looks really good. All the other podcasts and all the other websites that I read and listen to will not shut up about this movie. It's got a lot of great buzz about it. Played at South By.
1: It was huge. It's an Edgar Wright movie. Yep. I mean, Edgar Wright does good, good shit. It's going to be... And you got you want to talk about like a, a nice cast. Yeah. You know, John Berth and all you got, uh, John ham, you got Kevin Spacey, Jamie Foxx. I mean, this is going to be, again, this is probably not going to be like the most in-depth movie, but it's going to be a fun ride and I'm all for it. And I'm going to see it. And then, uh, at the end of June on the 30th, we have despicable
0: me three and the house. And I'm, I'm honestly going to tell you, I don't know which movie I'm gonna see because I want to see both of them.
1: I want to see both of them too. I could wait on the house. I, I just want to think. I think it's gonna be Despicable Me three. Despicable Me three looks really freaking good. My
0: daughter loves the Minions. Even so though
1: gonna... the Minions movie was disappointing, Very disappointing, Despicable Me three looks really good. Looks I good. I love both Despicable Me's. Yeah. So I'm all I'm all over this. But
0: this to me though, this is the this could be the Despicable Me that jumps the shark and. This this could be the end of it.
1: Certainly hope not, because I'm waiting for my uh Despicable Me pitch to be turned into a movie.
0: <laughs> what's what's your Despicable Me pitch?
1: Um, well, I mean, we we've built this entire story around this villain who wants to be a you know turns out you know finds these kids make you know, ends up being a hero, falls in love with a secret agent, gets married. I'm waiting for the movie when one of the daughters wants to turn into a supervillain and he, how he has to deal with that.
0: I'll bet you that's how this movie
1: ends. The middle daughter, I guarantee it. She's crazy. Uh, always, yeah, she's always crazy. Uh, and then uh,
0: the house. So the house is first
1: off. I'm copywriting that idea. DreamWorks <laughs> or twenty DreamWorks does that right? Yeah, I think
0: Illumination. You can just say Illumination. illumination. It's, it's Universal. Brian Thornton. Mine. Uh, and then the house. Uh, this looks pretty funny. It's it's Will Ferrell and Amy Poehler. Amy Poehler, right? Uh huh. All right, so it's Will Ferrell, Amy Poehler. there's nice kid gets. No. The kids accepted to college that they can't afford, so they open a casino in their basement with it, Ralphie. It reminds me of a, an episode of Baba's
1: Burgers, yeah, where they where
0: they did the meat shack <laughs> exactly. In the basement. Uh, but it, no, it looks hilarious, looks great. I just, you know, I'm hoping it's I didn't see all the funny bits in the trailers, but uh, yeah. I'll, I'll probably see this movie.
1: Speaking of things that only had the funny bits in the trailer. I saw Baywatch last night.
0: I heard terrible things about Bay. I'm glad you said that, because that ends the blockbuster, but I had to know if you saw Baywatch.
1: I watched How Baywatch. How bad was it? It was disappointing. It wasn't terrible. It wasn't like, oh my god, this is an awful movie, but... The funniest parts are in the trailer. See
0: my my wife and I were going to go see the a movie tomorrow, and she's like, "Do you want to go see, see Baywatch?" Go I was see like, Pirates.
1: I I, I I as I
0: said, I heard terrible things about Baywatch. I'll probably see Pirates, but I'm not stoked about Pirates. So I haven't seen Pirates yet, but that's getting much better reviews. I'll I'll just save my money, or you can do that. So that rounds out the blockbuster and Ryan's hot take on Baywatch, which was me me me
1: hot hot being the key word. There there are hot people everywhere in that movie. <laughs> There's there's hot people for the guys. There's hot people for the girls. There's the awkward guy for the awkward guys who ends up with the hot girls, so you all can get false hope. But it was just not that funny.
0: So there's a lot of TV and movie news that came out over the last week and a half, and uh, I had to start with this trailer. And we had talked about this a, a while back, but Sony has not only made, but they've released the trailer for the Emoji movie.
1: I I can't shit on this harder. Allow like, me to allow me to uh, give my thoughts, in, in the form of emojis.
0: Yes, please. Shit emoji. Yeah, poop, poop emoji everywhere.
1: Like, like it, six it misses of
0: them. it misses the whole point of what an emoji is, right?
1: It's dumb. It's, it's a I mean, terrible. I and I don't care if you got T J. Miller to voice the main character. You got Patrick Stewart in there too. Not gonna save the movie. No. Yeah, Patrick Stewart's the yep. shit emoji. Yep. Yes, he is. No. No. Again, no. it's one of those
0: things where you look at the cast list, you're like, I no. should see this movie. And then you see the trailer, you're like, Oh, this is a pile of dog shit.
1: No. Yeah. Just just no.
0: Nope. Some young studio exec is like, yo, I heard like uh, millennials like emojis. You wanna make an emoji movie? No. Okay. Fine. You wanna hear a glimmer of hope though in the, the movie and TV world though? There's always sure. there's always money in the banana stand. Yes. Ar- Arrested development has a fifth season, Greenlit. On Netflix. I'm really hoping it's
1: better than the fourth season. I didn't mind the fourth season. It's not, but it wasn't up to the caliber of the first three seasons, which Uh... are amazing.
0: Yeah, I agree. But what I did like about the fourth season was that you could watch it in any order and still kind of get the story. It wasn't. You didn't have to watch it in but you chronological
1: don't. order, but it's Netflix. It picks up right where you left off. If you start off at episode one, it just goes straight on. You don't need to skip around like some freaking Tarantino film student. <laughs> <You> can- <laughs> That's very true. All right, but touche. Uh, I mean, but but yay, right? I yeah, mean- no, I'm absolutely on board for this. This is going to be awesome. Okay,
0: so but I will say this: uh, the the Netflix, the Netflix team did take a lot of the criticisms from season four to heart. And they said that they have tweaked season five a little bit to take some of that feedback to try to make the comedy a little better, make the, the chemistry and, and the story a little stronger between all the characters. So hopefully Brian, that will resolve your, your angst. And I certainly hope so. Life.
1: Cause I'm a huge fan of the show.
0: All right. Now I have to, apo- I have to apologize. I have to apologize. I'm going to get Brian really riled up here. And he is going to complain for a long time, and the floor will be yours. But CBS has not only greenlit, but released a trailer for Yun
1: Sheldon. Is the floor mine? The floor is yours, sir. The floor is mine. Okay. This is a fucking terrible idea for a multitude of different reasons, but mostly for this reason. Sheldon Cooper is a fantastic character, he's hilarious in The Big Bang Theory played by Jim Parsons. And I don't give a shit if Jim Parsons is narrating this show, no young kid is going to be able to capture what he did for that character. A. B. Here's my issue. When we meet Sheldon, he is an emotionally stunted genius. He is just bare minimum, like, does has no, and he's gone through a lot of character development over the 10 seasons of this show. You can't build a show around an emotionally stunted character and not try to grow that character at all. And then it makes no sense having him then be returned to this emotionally stunted wreck at the beginning of Big Bang. It's a terrible idea. It's not going to get the viewership that they think it's going to get because the people who enjoy Big Bang Theory for the most part are people like us.
0: But this is also the crowd that likes two and a half men that would
1: totally watch this. Yeah, but two and a half men... Was a really great show, and then they then they did something. What they do? Oh yeah, they changed the total dynamic of the show, and it tanked. This is not going to go anywhere. The, the thing that I also have a problem is that Sheldon
0: is still growing and developing on The Big Bang Theory. Like his journey's not done. Like the show isn't over. He's still an active character, and you know they've gonna like they're going to incorporate something from this show, right? Some memory or something. From this show in the Big Bang Theory to be like, oh, we're gonna one episode, we're gonna force you to watch young Sheldon because something that happened when he was a kid happened here now, and like, don't inform the character on a show that you're just trying to figure it out. Like, you're you're just really just trying to force us to watch this show, and we we don't want to. No one wants this. We don't want to know what Sheldon was like when he was a kid
1: because we know because
0: he was an idiot. No, not an idiot. He was just mean. He was like he was just a cold, emotional kid, like you said. There's no reason to have this show.
1: Yeah. No. No, but and this just, I mean, this is just showing me that CBS is running out of ideas at this point. If they greenlit this, it's a terrible idea
0: that or Chuck Lore has just complete control over the CBS.
1: The man has done amazing shows for the past 20 some odd years. You can't yeah. tell me he couldn't come up with another new idea that would be a big hit for them. I mean, come on.
0: So, I am interested though to hear your take on, on something else that comes into our nerdy world through TV, and that's the Orville. Which is a Fox series helmed by Seth MacFarlane, which is basically a spoof. Not basically, it is. It's a spoof on Star Trek. It's like a million ways to die in the West, but in Star Trek.
1: How good was A Million Ways to Die in the West? Oh, it was awful. It was terrible. Okay, that's, that's how I feel yeah. about this show. I Listen, I think Seth MacFarlane can be funny. Yes. I think the first... Five seasons of Family Guy were hilarious.
0: Ted was a great movie.
1: Ted was a great movie.
0: That's kind of where it ends. That's yeah, where that, it that stops. that's it. Like
1: this, this he's oh, he's so hit or miss, and this is going to be a miss. I and just he, don't see this being good at all. And here's the
0: other thing too: this is Star Trek fans aren't are not the same fans who watched Family Guy the entire way. I mean, they, they it, anything that they watched and loved that had that nerdy you know Star Trek Star Wars aspect was there because seth green was also there and you know robot chicken has a, a great cult following from the same fan base it's the wrong people to to target and market like it, it's just wrong i don't know why i mean it's fox so i mean they'll they'll green light anything i'm sure there's a, a somewhere a pilot of a, a monkey eating a banana for five minutes is like we'll make that a series
1: they'll green light anything and make it 10 seasons and then they'll green light stuff and then that is great and then cancel it after one Anyway, but, but, uh, uh, do you have any desire to watch this? No, not at all.
0: None, zero. <laughs> so here's the problem: there's not a lot on TV and in the movies right now that's been talked about in the last couple of days that has given us a real glimmer of hope. The only thing I, I I'm curious about is Star Trek Discovery, right? So we have a show making fun of Star Trek on Fox, and then CBS, which is releasing this on CBS all access only so this is only going to be a streaming series which means oh yeah you know what's top dollar here star trek discovery where the heck like
1: i think they're putting money into it they but are i think it's a bad call to make this just on all access this needs to be on cable it's just like
0: community season six right there's a huge following for community and when it got canceled and yahoo picked it up Everyone was very excited, and we heard, "Yay, Yahoo's picking up community. Community can live sixth season." No Nobody one watched, watched it on, it on Yahoo. Uh,
1: you watched it on on Hulu when it finally hit Hulu. Yeah, and nobody's going to watch this on CBS All Access. This is their big ploy to try and shove everybody down, you know, this lane. But yep. listen, you're you're targeting you're targeting a market which average Joe Schmo is not interested in a Star Trek prequel. Only Trekkies are. They will give it. Here's the thing about Star Trek fans. I was talking to somebody about this. I forget who said it. and It was kind of smart. It's like, hey, Star Trek fans are diehard Star Trek fans. They will give any Star Trek project a chance, but they are also very good about if they don't like it, they will abandon it real fast. Yep. And I don't see like this has got to be amazing to retain those Star Trek fans. But then what do you what have you done? You've just gotten a bunch of Trekkies to sign up for your video on demand. And the rest of the populace is not interested at all. Yeah, and that's the other thing. CBS All Access, albeit five, only $5
0: a month, is just the cord cutter's way to get CBS. And and people who are dar, you know diehard Trekkie fans and people who, who actually like this genre have cable. Like, they're not cord cutters. So they're not going to pay an additional $5 yeah. just to get one show. Yeah, that's like, the it's, thing. It's the wrong strategy, and 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 I, you're right. They're just trying to push people onto CBS All Access. But man, I mean, if it's good, great. I I, I hope it is. Like I hope it it's got something.
1: I hope it is, and I hope it actually starts airing on CBS instead of this ridiculousness. Like, because I do enjoy Star Trek, but this this is a bad call. They'll probably move it
0: after the season's done onto CBS and syndication. But
1: yeah, and they'll get more views that way, and then they'll bring it back and hopefully but by people.
0: But by then, judgment has passed, right? There, enough nerds have pirated it to to watch an episode or two, or you know they'll put maybe the pilot season on CBS and say, take the rest, get CBS All Access. And um, by then, judgment will be passed, and you're either going to get the new audience or everyone's going to be like, it's a piece of shit, don't watch it, and no one's going to watch it. It's a gamble. I'll give it to CBS. They're gambling with it. I mean, Huge gamble. but the but I mean the the payout and and I mean even
1: me. They should have put Young Sheldon on all access so uh, that way you nobody go. will watch it. Still,
0: I like the way you think. <laughs> I like the way you think. All right, it's that time of the show where we look at the comic book world at large and how it affects the rest of our lives, ladies and gentlemen. It's time for Cape Talk. Cape Talk. So it was uh, announced uh, last week that uh, Zack Snyder, after suffering just a a terrible tragedy within his family, uh, is going to be leaving the Justice League uh, movie. And uh, there's a new director at the helm.
1: Yes. His name is Joss Whedon.
0: Which you may know from some of the Avengers films, uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Firefly, uh, fantastic director. Um, We've talked about how we feel about the DC movie universe on this show before i i am not happy to see this news because of the circumstances that that came behind it and and the other part too i mean the justice league is pretty much
1: it's pretty much pretty much done major stepped down during reshoots yeah and it's not like he's gone forever he's he's focusing on himself he's focusing on his family which he absolutely should do Mm -hmm. and joss whedon apparently so for what i understand they were writing some some scenes for for the reshoots, and Joss Whedon was a big part of writing some of those scenes. So Zack Snyder was like, "Hey, listen, you're the guy that I trust to finish this out, finish these reshoots, and you know, edit the movie. Yeah. Um, and if you're gonna hand over the, a huge movie like this to anybody, you Joss, Whedon's Joss Whedon's Whedon. your guy. You yep. want the guy who made Avengers like the biggest blockbuster that, in the world for several years." So and, and the guy who's gonna do the
0: bat the Batgirl movie in yeah, in your absolutely. universe, so you want someone who has a vested interest in the continuation of this universe. I mean, and honestly, you can't. I mean, it's not like you're gonna remove Zack Snyder's influence or vision from this movie. So no, some it's, people it's are some gonna people be a,
1: a very uh, very Snyder esque.
0: Yeah, a, a lot of people are just like, oh, well, maybe this will change the movie entirely. Like, no, like no, stop. You're not. being foolish. It's just for the reshoots, just for the editing, but it's and, really and just come down Whedon, to look,
1: as a director, he wouldn't do keep, that. He wouldn't do that. He's going to keep the same tone. He's just, he's just going to be like, hey, you know, I'm just helping out here. It's like, it's like when you have a substitute teacher, right? That's really, what it is. He's not going to change how the how the thing works. He's just going to finish it out.
0: All right, but we did get some movie coming out of the Sony Marvel universe. Okay, just listen, Sony. We, we knew that. Sony is going to spin off and start doing some Spider-Man villain only movies. We knew that the Venom movie was the first one to to come up, but uh, they have cast Tom Hardy, the man who played Bang, as Venom. One of the only other men to switch in between DC and the MCU and I am damn excited to see this. Oh, are you excited, no, no, CJ? No, this is not. I hear you've heard of my other project coming up. But, but, Bane, done making Gotham great again. <laughs> no, Bane, you're you're not actually in this movie. It's Tom no, Hardy. No, CJ,
1: I am in every movie.
0: No, this is the man who played you. Yes,
1: CJ. I am Tom Hardy. CJ.
0: Wait, hold on. Can you can you speak like Venom? Because he he doesn't speak in these eye
1: terms. CJ, we. Know exactly what you want in this movie. What is that? What is after, that? Uh, after we were done making Gotham great again, <laughs> we were traveling to New York and we decided to stop breaking bats because there were spiders everywhere, CJ. <laughs> and we started pulling the legs off spiders and decided that we would indeed decide to ruin the Spider Man.
0: <laughs> Listen, anything is better than having for Grace, so I think we're okay.
1: I think this is going to be amazing.
0: Yeah, no, this is fantastic. This is yeah, I mean is fantastic seriously news, fantastic
1: casting news. Uh, just yeah. Sony I, please I, don't I, fuck it up. That's I can't all even I have to say. like
0: I can't even be mad at Sony cuz I'm like Sony, you're gonna just do villains like you're not really going to have Spider-Man in there. It's not really tied to they haven't to the said Marvel universe to that
1: yet. I, I am hoping I'm hoping they work something out.
0: Marvel still has an affiliation with this, but it really is Sony just taking the helm. I mean, they own the properties and Blah blah sure, blah. Bring everything I mean, back what's, to
1: what's going to stop Marvel from the next Spider-Man movie having Venom in it? Like they, out. To
0: as long as it's Tom Hardy, I don't care.
1: Yeah. Okay. That's all, That's all I'm saying.
0: I'm okay. The only thing that I never liked about Sony having Spider-Man with Spider-Man Three. Everything else, I was okay. I was on board. Even the Amazing Spider-Man Two.
1: Yeah. I, listen, yeah. I didn't say I didn't say I loved it. We'll do a whole podcast where we discuss the Spider-Man movies. We
0: should really do that. Just a whole thing about Spider-Man.
1: Sure. Whenever you want.
0: All right. So speaking of um, studios who don't own their property all the way. So Fox, right, has released a trailer for a television series called The Gifted, which exists within the X-Men universe, uh, where they can say the word mutant all they want. And they can say X-Men. And they can say X-Men. And uh, I have to say something. This looks awesome. (laughs) Looks great. And I'm not a big Fox fan. And I'm not a fan that they're not going to give fucking X-Men over to to Marvel. But this looks great. This looks awesome. I'm going to watch it. You seem to think otherwise.
1: I'm skeptical because of Fox's track record. Not just with the X-Men franchise, but with television shows in general. They made uh, Lethal Weapon. And I love Lethal Weapon. So love gifted. Give it Every a shot. Every blind squirrel finds a nut eventually. I am just, I'm, uh, listen, I'm going to watch it. I'm going to give it a shot. I'm just, I, I'm the bar is low. The bar is low
0: on this one. See, I'm coming in cautiously optimistic saying, listen, it's got Brian Sainter involved too. Like I'm, that's the man who I want in charge of my X-Men.
1: Yeah, great. He's probably in charge for the first couple episodes and that's, that's about it and
0: that's and listen the first couple episodes set the tone for the series
1: i guess we'll see i i don't know i don't i, I don't really
0: you're not sold on it i really would have thought you were sold on this
1: i'm not sold on it I'm, I'm i'm not sold on it the x-men universe is huge so you definitely can do anything you want in the universe i just i just don't trust fox it's, all right it's all it is i'm 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 a, I'm a little sad but okay I'm, I'm glad I can make you sad. All right,
0: how about something we can all get excited about and maybe squee a little? Squee? Squee! Greg Berlanti. All hail Greg Berlanti of the of the CW fame. Yes. He has taken the helm and the CW has picked up Black Lightning and has given us a trailer for it. Uh, it is not in the Berlanti universe? The Berlanti-verse? What it's we, what not we,
1: in the Arrowverse is what they like. Oh, is that
0: me. what they call it? All right, so it's not in the Arrowverse. But, um... This looks freaking awesome.
1: It looks good. It, it looks, looks real uh, good. It looks different. It's not like, oh, hey, I'm young and beautiful and I'm a superhero. Yeah. It's it's like old, rugged, retired guy comes out of superhero retirement to save his daughters, it looks like, at least for the pilot. Yeah. Um, it, it looks... Looks a little gritty. Looks a little darky gritty. It
0: looks it looks like the uh, I'm too old for this shit, but I'm doing it for my family kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, it's
1: like it's like if Murtaugh were to, you know, shoot lightning out of his face. <laughs> It'd be really cool.
0: Yeah, no, it looks really good. And you're right though, it is a different tone from the CW shows of not all like, hey, we're a sexy young cast. But you know what? I welcome that because that's not how that's not how the world works. Uh so this maybe looks, not your world. <laughs> I'm sorry. We all don't have palatial estates Oh, I'm just talking about myself. And very few cats.
1: Nothing to do with my palatial estate. Uh,
0: and it it looks really good. I'm no, on board. I'm, I'm like, I mean, it had yeah. Greg Berlanti. So, I mean, again, it could just be a, a monkey eating a banana for three hours. I'd still watch it.
1: The man has done nothing but good things for DC television and the DC, CW universe right now. I mean, every single show, even the mediocre shows, are still good. Yeah, so this I'm I'm excited. This is going to be enjoyable. I, I think it's going to be a, a interesting, different type of storytelling that you know we're not used to out of some of the other DCCW shows. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. I'm ready for it. Bring it. Shut up and take my money. And the good news is that all the
0: trailers that we have discussed are available right in our show notes. So if you haven't seen Black Lightning, Gifted, uh, Star Trek Discovery, Orville, Young. Sheldon, the Emoji Movie, sadly, and everything in the blockbuster. Just go ahead, and click your podcasting app, find our show notes, or go to thatkindonerd.com, find this episode, and you can watch all the trailers in their entirety. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is the end of Cape Talk. So, I, again, I am convinced that that kind of nerds podcast is slowly changing the way that gaming is being done in the world, and we owe that to Josh Burns, who isn't here to take credit for his wonderful ideas. And uh, Xbox is actually launching. We now have the date June 1st. uh, Early access for gold members actually right now. So if you're a gold member, you have access to this right now. Xbox is launching their Game Pass program, which is $9 a month. And it gets you access to Xbox One and backwards compatible Xbox 360 games. They have over 100 games available for it. And it's kind of like a Netflix binge on strategy of of video games.
1: PlayStation has been doing this for a while called playstation now and it's eh.
0: do you pay extra for it on top of your playstation subscription
1: you have the the option of a monthly or you can like actually rent the titles like for like five bucks a piece if you just want to play one game I, I don't remember the exact logistics just just xbox behind the game again it's also xbox trying to do whatever they can to stop getting spanked in console sales because the switch is doing so well
0: yeah, so you're right. Uh, Sony and PlayStation, right? They they have the same thing. Uh you can stream sorry. So you can stream hundreds of games uh that are uh PS3, PS4, and you can also play it on a Windows PC, which I think is interesting considering, you know, Microsoft and Windows, I thought they would do this with Game Pass. Maybe they do. Yeah. Uh but, but the one month subscription though to that, Brian, is $19.99. And a three month is forty to four ninety nine. So Xbox has it pretty fairly competitively Price. priced. Yeah, uh, I know that there's the you know the game catalog between the two are are a little different because PlayStation has a couple more exclusives. But, but I'll tell you what, I am a cheap gamer. I don't have a whole lot of time.
1: You're just a cheap person.
0: I am just a cheap person in general, and uh, having <laughs> the ability to uh, it's true, and having the ability to play some games for only ten bucks a month and you know turn it on and off at at, at my leisure is. It's pretty interesting to me and I am one of the sad guys who picked the wrong console and and stuck with a
1: uh an Xbox 1
0: which that's I regret. A new
1: problem, bro. Uh,
0: I got the day one edition. If anyone wants to buy it, let me know. I'll probably sell it
1: and <laughs> then buy a PlayStation 4.
0: Uh yeah, and you know why? Because of the Spider-Man game that's coming out for the PlayStation 4 allegedly awesome. at some time by Raw Dog at some time it will come out, whatever,
1: in the near future. <laughs> it'll happen but I uh, mean no, listen this is this is great it's great for xbox users i, I don't want to seem like i'm shitting all over microsoft even though i am <laughs> but it, it's reasonably priced you can get some some old games like gears of war halo like those are the only two exclusives that are jumping to my mind but listen but I, I don't know kinda- Huh? What do I think? They've got like the Bioshock series and they've got, you know, PlayStation's uh, got those
0: too. Yeah, I know. But I'm just saying that for $10, it's less expensive than the PlayStation one.
1: Again, it's great. But my point is PlayStation has been doing it for a while and maybe it hasn't been that successful because of how it's priced. But I I don't really see how successful it's been. I don't know if this is going to be the saving grace that Xbox needs because they're getting spanked literally spanked in in console sales between nintendo and playstation
0: a uh, real-time follow-up for those who are pc gamers uh xbox play anywhere which is the windows 10 version of playing xbox games on your computer this is compatible with that so i was mistaken you can do that for the xbox one and i'm thinking really that's their thing microsoft has really pushed that windows 10 is also uh, your gaming device it's got your xbox games, so maybe to get a more couple people to play on uh on their pc and maybe i mean it's the Biggest operating system in the world. I mean, who knows?
1: I would not be surprised if this does. If this is successful, I wouldn't be surprised if Microsoft just drops out of the console game in general. I don't think they'll go. I. I. They've been talking about it for a long time.
0: No, I think they'll go into kind of like the Nvidia Shield, where they'll sell a box that's upgradable uh, through components, basically a PC. They'll just sell you a PC that does gaming, and they'll call it an Xbox. I know, but some people are. Dumb idiots who don't realize that they're buying a PC and would just be like, it says the Xbox on it, so I'll just buy it. It sounds good. It's $400. Does it come with a Kinect?
1: It's very insensitive of you.
0: Is that not what Microsoft people sound like? Not all of them. Uh, so this is something I may get. And and mainly the other reason I may get it, too, is because my brothers pester me that I'm never on Xbox Live playing games. I'm like, I don't own many, so, hey, maybe this will solve that issue. I'm willing to give it a shot. Who knows?
1: Let me know how it works out for you. <laughs> that sounds about right uh, i'll be playing my superior gaming system console playstation
0: well that kind of nerd fans we have one bit of news before we wrap up the show we would obviously love your support to help buy some nerdy gear at nerd.com. you can get a to mail ratio shirt or just a regular that kind of nerd t-shirt but right now we have a special offer running from june 2nd to june 4th so that is this a friday saturday and sunday free shipping so if you go to shop.thatconnectednerd.com from June 2nd to June 4th, you can use the code FS617. So that's free shipping, 617. Makes sense. You can get free shipping on your entire order. Uh, so go to shop.thatconnectednerd.com from June 2nd to June 4th. Get free shipping, FS617. So the shipping is free? The shipping is free.
1: That's exciting.
0: Thank you for making us your walk around your neighborhood and your drive to work. And we will see you guys next week when we break down the nerdy world for you.
1: If you love comics and sci-fi and technology, television, video games, and fantasy, well, take a listen to our show. I'm sure you'll see there's many points where we can agree. Like the Martha as a plot point was just too absurd. An Apple versus Android is a case to be heard. And that Josh Trank's new Fantastic Four was a turd. Well, welcome to the club, because you were that kind of nerd. Meh. me, me. Be good. Stay in school. Crack is a whack. Don't j- date a drummer. That, that's Don't that's date a drummer? Yeah, I'm just randomly pulling things out of my rear end now. I'm worried about you. You absolutely should.